Howdy folks, welcome to a very special episode of DevOps Diaries with me, your host, Jack McCurdy. In this episode, I am taking a little bit of inspiration from one of my favorite podcasters, Stephen Bartlett. Stephen Bartlett, you may or may not be familiar with, he runs a very popular podcast called Diary of a CEO. It's a podcast that I've learned a lot from. And if you follow Stephen from the early days, you might know that it was quite literally a diary of his journey as an entrepreneur and was a podcast of him talking to nobody in particular, but more giving a diary about his experiences and what he had learned from them and some predictions perhaps for the future, depending on the episodes that you listen to, which now morphed into the wonderful interview style podcast that he has now. So with it being the end of the year, nearly, I thought it would be a good time to reflect on some of the DevOps trends that we've seen using one of the fantastic resources that Gearset puts together every year called the State of Salesforce DevOps Survey. Now we do this survey every year and what we are able to do throughout that survey is discern insights, take wonderful responses from everybody across the Salesforce ecosystem that is responsible for Salesforce delivery and distill it all down into a report that provides wonderful insights, really, really wonderful insights to how you as Salesforce professionals execute your day-to-day jobs. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the year that we've had in DevOps using that survey for a bit of context and what we might expect from next year. And you'll have your chance to shape this episode that I maybe may well do in a year's time from now, um, next year with a little bit of review uh, by answering the state of Salesforce DevOps survey for 2024, which is now live. So there'll be a link in the description to this podcast, wherever you're listening to it, where you can take those results, um, give us your insights and what have you. So let's get into it. Last year, when we ran the survey, we found that Salesforce usage across businesses, whether you're small, medium-sized business, medium-sized business or large enterprise, the usage of Salesforce has evolved significantly. So in that survey originally that we did last year, we found that 97% of the respondents said that their use of Salesforce has increased. And that's probably no surprise to anybody. That's actually a shock to nobody. It's certainly not a shock to me. Um, Probably not a shock to yourself as a listener. And what we found is that sales service, as expected, were the front runners in terms of usage. And those were the clouds that primarily folks were using, invested in, and continuing to really blaze the trail um, for everybody across the ecosystem. What we also found is that the use of digital experiences, communities, as they were once called, so um, I'm sure they may well be called something again um, this time next year. We'll have to see. We'll have to find out. But that use of digital experiences also increased significantly versus other clouds. And I think that is an excellent representation of businesses and where businesses are going right now what we want to achieve for our customers we at gearset and you in your businesses is a smoother more seamless 
experience for those customers of ours that we are so loyally and reliably serving. And digital experiences is a fantastic way to do that. It's a fantastic way to put power into your customers' hands and allow them to establish a relationship with your brand and with your business um, through a platform that you can provide them easily. So that was a really encouraging statistic to come out of the survey last year. And that's certainly mirrored in what we've seen throughout the ecosystem in 2023 so far to this point. That use of digital experiences, the challenges that if we're talking from a DevOps perspective as well, the challenges persist in this area. Um, digital experiences are challenging to just deploy, very easy to deploy a new community as it, as it exists, but fiendishly difficult to make, um, make modifications to it and deploy those modifications. And those kind of challenges that we're seeing across the ecosystem uh, persisted. And something like digital experiences have also shown their teeth a little bit in terms of a security perspective. So security continues to be at the forefront of everybody's mind. In that survey that we ran last year, the respondents were also telling us that um, 30% of over 30% of respondents, in fact, were planning to adopt a Salesforce backup and recovery solution over the course of this year. Um, over 50% of the respondents already did have one and 15% of folks were not planning to do anything in that space, which is mind boggling to me, absolutely mind boggling. Um, but what we see is with digital experiences and security is unfortunately this year, there've been a couple of incidents with digital experiences by which they have been misconfigured and security was an issue which allowed leaks to happen, data leaks. Data from businesses were exposed to folks in those communities that they weren't supposed to have access to. So security continues to be a pivotal point in the DevOps landscape. How we approach security, how effectively do we test our implementations, how effectively can we recover from situations that might affect us and how resilient we are as a business is critical to that trust and that connection that our customers come to expect from us as, as partners and as a consumer of, of our brands and our products and our experiences. And that applies to internal businesses too, or internal, uh, internal customers. So if you think about your typical e-commerce business, we're not talking about those customers, but your customers internally really need to be confident that you as a Salesforce team and the Salesforce platform is doing its job as effectively as it can. And I am really pleased to see that the folks that were committing to committing to the backup and security target that they had set themselves have continued to do so. And that's something that we've seen at Gearset. We have seen an increase in customers taking that route. And we have seen an uptick, a significantly bigger uptick in that area than was expected from the survey results. So that's really exciting. So digital transformation, whilst continues to be at the forefront of everybody's mind, um, these things linger still in the background. These things linger and these things 
that have the potential to harm our business maintain this um how do you how do we say they maintain this presence and we need to be mindful of that and we need to do the best thing that we can we need to accelerate business but we are not accelerating business at any cost accelerating business at any cost is not a viable way forward and i get to that point and i think about that and the impact and the ferocity that has really embedded itself in the community as it comes to ai so if you've been living under a rock um if you've been living under a rock you won't know that ai is the big thing of course none of us have been living under a rock and we all know that ai is the big thing salesforce are all in on their ai offerings big announcements of dreamforce this year earlier this year tdx ai is really the thing that salesforce are pushing as that thing that is going to change our lives and change our world and that brings with it that hype that has been bought into by i want to say everybody i could say say the, the hype that has been bought into nearly everybody in the ecosystem is 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 palpable you, you know you can feel it in the air the the excitement around this thing is real and salesforce is all in you look at a lot of the isvs in the ecosystem that have really picked up this messaging and running with it as well um the advent of gpt i would i'm sure that if you're listening to this you have probably used gpt in some way or some shape or some form um over the course of your either day-to-day lives uh, this this year in your jobs or you've either played around with it um, just because and ai is a really interesting uh interesting area and salesforce themselves produced a survey of over four thousand people earlier this year uh into predicting ai um the generator generative ai survey and one of the biggest concerns was that security risk they are worried about AI introducing security risks to their orgs. And this is something that we're going to have to be really careful with. We need to be really careful with our customers' data. And I think for the most part, for AI to be effective in a lot of our businesses, we realize that the data that underpins AI has to be number one accurate. But giving AI access to that data is a security security risk and that security risk i don't think has quite yet been clearly mitigated um for a lot of folks and as as a business as a cto or a cio what you want to be doing is staying on the forefront of pioneering technologies that's that's the number one goal uh that we have the ctos i'm not see i'm not a cto but ctos and cios have in their businesses staying at the forefront of emerging technologies so that they can make or so that they can excel past the competition or they don't get left behind, I think is the biggest fear for, for a lot of those people as well. And the advent of GPT and all of these AI offerings is whilst exciting is, is scary for, for a lot of folks. And I sit here as uh, somebody that observes the ecosystem and the happenings in the ecosystem a lot. And the, the idea of AI is it's exciting. You know, I'm I'm excited about what it can potentially achieve, 
but I am also intrigued as to how as humans will be able to willingly accept this technology in the long term. Are we going to be able to accept this technology and rely on the results that it gives us? So I've used GPT, I've used ChatGPT, and I've used it for a range of things um, so far. And what I've found is that when I ask it for information, or if I ask it questions based on a subject area that I know quite a lot about, so I've asked it a lot of things about DevOps and uh, centers of excellence and the cultural transformations that is required to excel at DevOps in your organizations, I would not right now take what it's given me uh, as gospel. It's, it's definitely not there. And I, this is something that I've seen, I've presented on a topic similar to what I'm talking about today at DevOps Dream Inn in London a few few weeks ago. And I asked the, I asked the audience when I was speaking, who has used AI? And every hand went up. Nearly every, um, I say every hand, nearly every hand went up. It might as well be being every hand in that room. And I asked them to put down their hands when they, when I asked them, put your hand down if you haven't, if you put your hand down if you haven't um, generated something from ChatGPT and checked it before you put it out into the world. And every hand went down. So that level of human oversight that's required and that trust that humans that are using AI and GPT, GPT-based tooling to accelerate their careers or make it useful in their day-to-day -day jobs, those that level of human oversight that's required and that trust isn't there yet. And that's the biggest barrier. And I think we're going to see hopefully a lot around this in 2024 is increasing that level of trust. However, what I am excited about is the ability to use GPT as a problem solving tool. So um, there's uh, a number of folks in the ecosystem that have identified that the problem solving ability of GPT is fantastic, providing that you can provide it with the things that you need a solution to. You give it a bunch of information and say, solve this problem for me. And it's returning some pretty incredible results. Um, I I'm likely and hopefully we'll uh, we'll get a guest on in the early new year to talk about some of those things and um, how GPT and AI is going to be useful on a day-to-day -day basis for, for leaders and specifically for folks in that kind of business analysis role um, or even as solo admins and things like that. So I'm really excited about what it can do from that perspective. And I think the thing that has been overlooked for the most part in this AI conversation is that AI does not equal GPT. ChatGPT and the other tools is not AI. AI in development processes and, and even in DevOps processes and in Salesforce itself has existed for a long time. So if you think about Einstein and the product, that as a product has been around since 2016. If you think about the um, some of the, the DevOps tooling that you have in the ecosystem where you have anticipated anticipated problem analysis tools, uh, things like gear set problem analyzers and pre-deployments, that's artificial intelligence. You have a lot of the testing tools um, are artificially intelligent to um, predict and prevent issues coming up in our code. So AI whilst hugely important and has a lot of, has a lot of fluff and it has a lot of, um, has a lot of nuance to it and a lot of, 
rightly warranted um, interest in it right now. It's not a new topic. Machine learning and AI is something that has been around for uh, a long time now, and it's only just becoming popular and people are realizing and understanding the power that it has and can do with it. So unsurprising prediction for 2024, we're going to see a lot more of that. We're going to see a lot more of what AI can do with us um, throughout that development lifecycle and the problems and challenges that it might solve. So there we have it. I think um, we'd be, we're sick to death of hearing about AI. Um, and I'm sick to death of talking about it. Um, so moving on to that development process, if you think about what we have achieved over the last year with our customers here at Gearset and what the ecosystem is seeing more and more, they are seeing improvements and they are realizing the value of being able to create tighter feedback loops from their delivery life cycles. Um, we've seen that with an increase in the amount of Salesforce delivery teams that are using continuous integration and delivery teams that are using that to provide those type feedback loops, which means we can develop better features for our users. And isn't that what everybody wants? Isn't better features for everybody, which makes Salesforce more effective, what we want? And this isn't just for, this isn't just for the users that are satisfied with the things that are being built. It, that's gonna help business growth. And if we as Salesforce admins and developers are building things that people find useful, then how fantastic is that? How good, how good does that make us feel? And by being able to create those things, be, create that type of feedback loop and generate that feedback and bring in that culture of building the things that matter and being able to deploy that quickly to our users and get them using it and getting that to their customers that they are serving throughout their jobs and improving the experience for them. Everybody wins, everybody wins. Um, and that's something that we're seeing more of and a big, a big, big push um, over the course of 2023 to move towards that CI/CD model. Uh, something that is reflected in, uh, again, in gear set usage um, throughout the application base and our customers that we have and, and the respondents to the survey uh, from last year, definitely anticipating this. So, really really excited that we are returning returning i think to building better things for our users and not just building building the right thing but being able to iterate on the right things and the right process and really adopting that mindset that things aren't set in stone i think that's that's one thing coming out of the pandemic that we all learned is that things aren't set in stone we have the power to change things. We have the power to take information as it presents itself to us, iterate on it and feedback on it. And that is a key tenant and a key facet of DevOps, which I cannot implore enough um, to you listening to this podcast. That is what DevOps is all about, is continuous improvement, continuous iteration, and being able to reflect on the information that is provided to us and change our ways of things aren't working so well, then change it. If things are working well, what can we do to can make sure that that continues or improve on it further? You know, this continuous feedback cycle is something that I'm hugely passionate about. And I am hoping um, that that continues in 2024 um, as well. And what I also hope continues in 2024 is people investing in 
their learning in these areas. We've seen that across DevOps Launchpad. So DevOps Launchpad is a free platform that you can use to upskill in your DevOps knowledge. 90% increase in users uh, across DevOps Launchpad for 2023 so far. And that's huge, absolutely huge. Uh, but one of the biggest areas that DevOps Launchpad saw where, and the survey um, has seen a real yearning um, for knowledge for, and a real desire to understand is the business value of what they're doing. And this is where I think that tight feedback loop really comes into play and is at the forefront of what we're doing as a Salesforce delivery team is how can we translate we that we were able to ship this feature three weeks, four weeks, a month, two months faster because of our streamlined processes and because of our feedback loop and because we were doing DevOps properly to our users. And that drove an efficiency increase of 200, 300% in those users over six months. And what impact did that have to the bottom line of our business? Those are the things that we are really seeing the Salesforce ecosystem and Salesforce admins, developers, architects being able to being able to say, we're doing amazing things and we want to do amazing things and we want to continue building amazing things for our users. If we're able to deliver them faster and we want to be able to deliver them faster, it's not just about we are we have more time to to build the thing because we can deploy faster. It's not just about we have been able to to learn a little bit more about different different clouds that interest us or different Salesforce offerings of which there continue to be hundreds, millions and variations and improvements on every uh, once a quarter or three times a year um, across Salesforce releases. It's not it's not just those things. It's how what we are doing as a business and how what we as a Salesforce team have achieved to give our users that is really driving driving that growth and that strategic business objective. And this is something that I'm passionate about when I talk about COEs and Salesforce Centers of Excellence, where we have an aligned vision between what the executives and what business owners and leaders want to achieve as a business and how Salesforce professionals as a technology team can go out there and execute it. And really, that really, get, really gets me going. And I could do a whole podcast on uh, episode on on that for for a couple of hours but um that is something that i think is really exciting and that understanding of how much value and that greater understanding of how much value we as a salesforce team provide um is really whetting the appetite for more um and being able to achieve that through great devops practices is something that's been really exciting to see in 2023 and will certainly continue into 2024 in my mind as well so those are the big things. Those are the, the three key areas where this year we've seen great improvements and continue to take strides in these areas to achieve fantastic things for, for our customers, for ourselves, and really, really, really harness Salesforce as the platform that it could be. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm optimistic. This will be my fifth year um or no i've been in the salesforce ecosystem for five years this will be my sixth year 
in the Salesforce ecosystem. And I am super excited to continue to see where this level of growth and this level of passion, which you do not find anywhere else in the Salesforce ecosystem is gonna take us. Um, I think it's fair to say that you could say that at the end of every year um, with anticipation and excitement, maybe some less so in the course of the pandemic, you know, that notwithstanding over the past few years. However, this year really does feel like we're on the tip of something special. We, it hasn't come without its economic uncertainty this year. It's not been all plain sailing and, and my heart is, it goes out to everybody that's been affected by layoffs this year, both at Salesforce and the, the wider partner ecosystem and the wider tech industry. So it's not been without its challenges, but I really believe that we're sitting here at the end of December with some really, really encouraging signs the 2024 could be a bumper year providing that everybody stays sensible that we stay optimistic and that we have um all of our head collective heads screwed on when it comes to ai and are realistic about what we're able to achieve together um for our, as salesforce professionals as members of the wider tech industry and make sure that we continue to commit to that investment in learning investment to take information, iterate on it as it is provided to us and really forge a path forward in 2024 that does great things for, for our customers, whatever line of business that you may be in. So that sums it up from me. If you've watched the video version of this podcast, I hope you've enjoyed um, a little bit of festivity and, uh, and a little bit of cheer um, from Ely, England here. Um, but this... It's a nice point to stop and a nice point to say um, happy holidays. Um, if you celebrate, I hope you have a fantastic time celebrating whichever holiday it is. If you don't um, take some time to enjoy what may well be a quiet lull um, to achieve something from a personal perspective or or really nail what it is that you want to achieve and have a think about what you want to achieve as part of 2024. Um, we will be back with one more episode of DevOps Diaries for 2023 um, in between the holiday break and New Year. So keep an eye out for that in a couple of weeks time. Really excited to bring that episode to you. Um, and a final plug, if you do want to have your opportunity to share your insights and what it is that you as a Salesforce professional have been up to in 2023 and where you think 2024 is going to take you. This 2024 state of Salesforce DevOps survey is now live. Again, links are going to be in the description to this podcast. Um, so go ahead, take 10 minutes to fill that out. And the most exciting thing about that is you're going to give yourself a chance to win an $1,000 Amazon gift card to spend however you like. So whether it's day-to-day -day stuff, you didn't get that uh, gift that you were expecting to um, over the next couple of weeks. Maybe you can go and buy it for yourself and you can give your chance to do that by submitting your answers to that survey. So please go ahead and do that. Um, happy holidays, happy new year, if this happens to be close to that time for you. And I wish you all the best for 2024. Um, if you have enjoyed this episode, then Please like and subscribe um, on whatever platform it is that you're listening to um, so that I and the team at Gearset can continue bringing you fabulous episodes and what are usually interviews to, um, to your podcast and to your ears. So thank you very much for listening. Um, I've been Jack McCurdy and this has been the DevOps Diaries podcast. 